closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. All right, we are back on the sidelines and joined by a doctor from uh, the very sponsor of this podcast, OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Welcome, Dr. John Linz. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in. I uh, This was kind of a, a quick podcast we put together because there are a lot of questions floating around right now uh, as far as Patrick Mahomes' injury and what's to come what's the outlook this weekend on site game day x-rays were negative he returned the second half there's reports that he's doing okay but this is where there's there's all these questions because then you have tony romo saying and eh, give it a few days and then he's going to be in a little bit of pain so i'm i'm i have so many questions for you <laughs> so first and foremost what is a high ankle sprain so I think you have to start with kind of what are ligaments first. And ligaments are like tape or bands that kind of hold bones together, and they also hold joints together. So when they're damaged, it damages the connection between the bones and the connections in the joint and makes it unstable. So a low ankle sprain is what we think of as people that roll their ankle. I rolled my ankle walking into into the house, and uh, that's a typical low ankle sprain where your foot turns in or out, and and that's probably 90% of the time. Uh, The other 10% of the time is a high ankle sprain. That's above the level of the ankle. It's the ligaments that hold the shin bones together, the two big bones. And any injury that damages a ligament is called a sprain. Okay. So... So that's different then from a typical sprain. This this is not very common then for this to happen, a high ankle sprain. It's about 10% of the time yeah, so that's of, not... of ankle sprains, although ankle sprains are very common, which we'll talk about later. So going back to that game, I don't know if you were watching it I when did. it happened. What were the likely locker room treatments going on in there when when this happened, what were they doing in those moments before getting him back on the field? Well, so the first thing they're going to do when they, when they evaluate him on the field is to, to look at the tape, look at the videotape, because that's one of the nice things is you get to see exactly what the mechanism of injury was and exactly how it happened. And I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute. Uh, the second thing they're going to do is ask him what happened and where is he hurt? And then they're going to check and see what he can do. If he can run on the sideline and cut and, it looks like he can go back in, they'll let him go back in. Uh, if it doesn't look like that, then they're going to evaluate him a little bit further, uh, which they did, and they tried to let him go back in, but he just couldn't. And so they took him off the field and took him to the uh, locker room. Um, he was obviously very upset about that. He wanted to go back in, but uh, they took him to the locker room and got x-rays, which was the very appropriate thing to do. So that was kind of the on the field, what do you do um, once he comes off the field? And then he's in the locker room, he gets an x-ray because you have to make sure he doesn't have a fracture. And then from there, once they made sure he didn't have a fracture, uh, then they evaluated him a little bit more at halftime. And I can't tell you exactly what they did, but I can tell you what we would do. And, and I can talk a little bit about, about that down the line. Okay, so that's where I, it kind of brings me to my next question 
What are the coming days looking like? What's the outlook? Is he training right now? Is he moving around a lot or is he kind of stable? What What is that well, like? I can't tell you exactly, you know, what they're doing with him, but I would tell you what we would typically do is he's getting treatment every day by a physical therapist or trainer. And that treatment is going to involve um, modalities, which would be things like electrical stim. Uh, they can do um, uh, compression therapy, uh, which will help to get the swelling down. They can use ice. They can use massage. Uh, all of those are things are used to decrease the inflammation that he has, make him more comfortable. And then when and if they can get that swelling down, along with anti-inflammatory medicine, uh, they would start to work with him on motion and strength. Okay. And then they see how the week goes on. But I would tell you um, he's probably not going to be doing a whole lot. Uh, more than likely, the treatment when he left the the facility is he would be in a boot. If he can walk in a boot and he's comfortable, the boot is all he needs. If he walks in the boot and he's uncomfortable, he's still limping, then they'll put him on crutches. So that's one of the gauges. If you see him on crutches, you know that it's a pretty significant injury. If he's walking around in just the boot, then maybe not as bad a sprain as you would expect. Is there some truth to, I mentioned earlier about Tony Romo saying, you know, this type of sprain happens, and at first you're kind of okay. You, you look at it, you get he got back on the field, but then a few days later you're in excruciating pain. Is there some truth to that? Or There, there is truth to that, and okay. if you think about it, if you're not a runner and you went and ran today, you would have a little bit of achiness, and tomorrow you get up and you're sore as can be. Okay. And so inflammation tends to peak at about 24 to 48 hours. And so initially, although I don't think he was ever okay, he was struggling just to get around. He was struggling to push off of that foot. And and so, you know, I, it, definitely he was going to have some increased inflammation and pain at about 48 hours. OrthoCincy Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has eight convenient orthopedic urgent care clinics in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana with convenient weekday, evening, and Saturday hours for fractures, sprains, strains, and more. OrthoCincy's dedicated orthopedic specialists will treat your sports, work, or everyday injury. Just walk in. No appointment is ever needed at OrthoCincy Orthopedic Urgent Care. Plus, you'll spend less time and money than going to a crowded ER. Learn more at orthocincy.com. That's orthocincy with a Y.com. So we all know it's going to be very cold there this weekend. So uh, below freezing temperatures, how will this affect his injury if he does in fact play on Sunday? So it can actually affect him in both ways. The, the good effect of having it being cold is that it will keep his swelling down and keep some of the achiness down. And you know that the first thing you do whenever you hurt something is the rice program and the eye of the rice is, is ice. And, and that will keep the swelling down, keep the achiness down. The other problem, the bad thing with it, is it'll make him stiff. Mm. And so when it makes him a little bit more stiff, he comes off the field, he's not moving around, you'll probably see him on a stationary bike or they might have him in the medical tent where they're working with him on range of motion just to maintain his flexibility. So the, the cold's going to help him and hurt him um, in both ways. When you see athletes with this type of injury, is it mainly from football or do you see it in other sports? No, it's in it's in lacrosse, it's in soccer, it's any sport that uh, there's a lot of cutting. And and that's the the athletes that it affects the most. And if we just take for example football, 
it's going to affect the skill players more because it's more the players who are pivoting, cutting, uh, suddenly pushing off, which would be like running backs, uh, defensive backs, linebackers, and then quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks who need to be mobile like Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Quarterbacks that sit in the pocket, it's not as bad, but uh, this is also Mahomes' push-off foot. And you saw on Sunday he had significant difficulty pushing off of that. And the problem is any twisting motion of the ankle makes it more painful and more uncomfortable. So when it is this type of particular injury, high ankle, can you tell right away? Is that something as a doctor that right away you were like, ooh, this is what it is? Or is uh, there more assessing? No, not necessarily. But if you look, if you look at the video, which I have a number of times, um, if you look at that video, you can see it's a typical mechanism for a high ankle sprain. So so low ankle sprain, you just roll your ankle to the side or you roll it in, and that hurts either the inside or outside ligaments of the low ankle. But the high ankle, um, usually your foot is planted, and then your foot gets rotated out or your knee gets rotated in. Oh, it just sounds so and, painful. <laughs> and so his was his was his foot was planted, his knee was knocked in, and his foot got rotated out. Ooh, okay. And that, that's what creates the high ankle sprain. Okay. So that kind of that that creates more of a visual. Um so I have heard of a procedure called tightrope. Is this a common treatment option or can, can you explain that a little so more? So I would tell you um 10 years ago the the standard of care for high ankle sprains was one, to treat them non-operatively for as long as possible, which was a very long time. If uh, normal sprains, like a, a typical ankle sprain, uh, grade one, which is a mild sprain where it's just stretched and not torn significantly, those can you can have people back in one to three weeks. Um, you multiply that by about three times at least for high ankle sprains. Oh, okay. So a grade one high ankle sprain is going to be at least three to six weeks minimum usually before they can get back. Oh, wow. And and it's it's very debilitating. Um, the, the old way of doing this is we would actually put screws across the two shin bones down right above the ankle, and we would hope that that ligament would scar in, and then we would take the screws out down the line. And sometimes that worked and sometimes it didn't. So now the newer procedure is called a tightrope procedure, Uh, Even that's been modified over the past couple of years, and it's been very effective. For instance, um, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, when he was in college, um, he was able to have the tightrope procedure, which is basically drilling a hole or two across the tibia, and you take something that looks like a toggle, and you pass it through, and it flips on the other side, and then it has suture material, which is very mobile, not like a screw, and you cinch that down and it tightens up the ligament and acts just like a ligament. And he was able to actually get back in 28 days, which is incredible. Wow. Um, most people, most recoveries, if you would look in the literature, it's going to say six to eight weeks before they can return after a, a tightrope procedure. So, oh, wow. But it is the standard of care now. And, and the newest thing is they've added a plate to it, too to make it even more stable and spread the pressure out evenly. Oh, my gosh. So definitely standard of care now, and it's it's speeding recovery enormously. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you again for breaking all of that down and explaining it because, you know, you never, whichever side you're on, you don't sure. want to see people injured. And, um, you know, he's a great player. So we'll see what happens this weekend. And uh, will you be watching? 
Absolutely. You will. Who day? Go Bengals. I, I wore my Bengals jersey for you. I'm already looking for my hotel room in Phoenix. Oh, hey, so, I like it. You know what? And then saying. we'll have to we'll have to circle back, but hopefully not talking about injuries, maybe just catching up about the game. So, yeah. uh, Dr. John Linz, thank you so much for coming in of OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Uh, of course, uh, you can download, subscribe to our podcast, and thank you so much for coming in. Go Bengals. Thank you for having me, 